0: We both love soup. Uh, we love snow peas. Talking and not talking. We could not talk or talk forever and still find things to not talk about. Bobby <laughs> Bobby 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 oh, Bobby. of the, the Are you making a pass me, Mrs. Black?
1: Oh yeah, you can milk anything with nipples. I have nipples, Greg. Could you milk me? It probably is, Martin. It probably is.
2: We're on a mission from God.
1: Game over, man. Game over.
2: Let me just pop in this A-Track. And you just give a list and tell what you think, okay? These are the ones, these are great. Yeah,
0: those are really cool. Are they lizard? No, they're Italian. His business. is town. It chews you up, then spits you out. But why is it what you just said strikes me as a massive rationalization? Don't knock rationalization. Where would we be without it? I don't know anyone who'd get through the day without two or three juicy rationalizations. They're more important than sex. Ah, oh, come on. Nothing's more important than sex. Oh, yeah? Have you ever gone a week without a rationalization? You see? You see? your stupid minds. Stupid. Stupid. Two tears in a bucket. motherfuckers. Everybody, in time, and space, on the globe, wherever you are, welcome to the Celluloid Pudding Podcast. I am one co-host, Sam, and with me is my beautiful, stunning, articulate, erudite, fantabulous co-host, Beth.
1: <laughs> I'm Every time I hear erudite, I think of that Monty Python sketch. Good evening. Happy Pride, everyone.
0: But Happy I, Pride.
1: Yes, I had a wonderful time this week, and I went to... Uh, Stonewall Pride, Wilton Manors, which is down in Fort Lauderdale. It's a very, very gay little city <laughs> in the heart of Fort Lauderdale, and uh, had a blast. Posted all kinds of gayness on our Instagram. So We've hope got everyone the enjoyed IG it. IG
0: in the world. So please have a look. <laughs> We're, all right. I always forget our handle. Beth, is it Pud? P u d d Pod. Pud Look that up. But you can you can look up celluloid pudding as well, and we have fun on Instagram. And Beth. Uh, really posted some fantastic shots of, of the pride event. Did it have another name or just pride?
1: No, it was uh, it's uh, Stonewall Pride, which I believe is the the organization that they they actually support a bunch of these pride events around the country. So it's Stonewall Pride for Wilton Manors, which is if you live down here in South Florida, you would know all about Wilton Manors. Okay. And uh, How
0: many people do you think showed up?
1: Oh, my God. It was, you know, when we got there, it was from 3 to 11. But yeah. the bars stay open, I forget how late, probably 3 or 4 in the morning. But oh, yeah. there were quite a few. I mean, we came shortly before 4 o'clock, but by parade time, it was just stacked with people. Oh, wow. Yeah.
0: Well, it looks very festive and wonderful, and those are some great shots you have as well. So a oops.
2: happy,
1: happy crowd. Crowd.
0: It should be happy. It should be. In happy another
1: day. life, I would have stayed till closing, but
0: I, I was going to ask you, when's the last <laughs> time you stayed till closing? I would have to go back many decades.
1: <laughs> I would Have to go back some decades too, yeah. but part of me was like wistfully looking at as we were leaving after because we left right after the parade. It was extremely hot. It's been very hot down here, yeah. Yeah. so we were ready. But in another lifetime, I would have cruised right into the manor, which is uh, the biggest bar right there on the main— It's an interesting main,
0: word you chose.
1: There's several little establishments I would have cruised right into. Oh,
0: my God. I think I was 20—no? 20... Yeah, 24 the last time I was in Fort Lauderdale.
1: Mm-hmm. I think you would have loved it. It's very quaint. Wilton Manor's is not a big, it's not like going down to the Las Olas Arts Festival. Or, yeah, I,
0: I think of that big strip when I think of yeah. Fort Lauderdale, like the Hell Strip. So this yeah. is out of that zone.
1: And they they think ahead because yeah. uh, the the great thing is, is that as we're walking out after the parade, which a lot of people were, you know, they had the DJ right where, which was the main sort of like bandstand as the parade was going by. Saying the bar is going to be, we're open till, and then this this uh, person is appearing, and this person is appearing. So they're trying to get people cool. to come into the establishment. So you didn't is have that. Tr- good
0: that you heard.
1: These were mostly, I guess, drag performers, but um, yeah. they had the two violinists. So I put that video up there.
0: Oh, I, somehow I missed. Oh, it was that.
1: great. It was come great. with me
0: to the IG, folks. You know, while we're at it, um, let's just also mention that we have a a an email account celluloid pudding at gmail.com. Please write to us with thoughts, concerns, ideas, or anything really. We'll write you back. Or DM us in IG at Pudpod P U D D P O D. And we have a Twitter handle under celluloid pudding and
1: it's uh, pudding. celluloid pudding P U D D N.
0: Why, why the variations? There I can't keep I don't
1: straight. know. Oh, once upon a time, Twitter used to limit how many letters you could put in your official handle, the at part, and I don't know if they do that anymore. So I guess I could have put celluloid pudding, but I'm, I was thinking like circa two, 2009 or 2010.
2: But
0: we own that. That's our brand. So if you type celluloid pudding anywhere, including Google, you'll get all this stuff and find, you can find us. And we have fun with dioramas, pictures, local events, far and wide.
1: Yes. And uh, we're having fun with Pride. I had, Sam, I had some things rolling around in my head about corrections I wanted to make for the favorite, but I can't remember them right now, so <laughs> we're just
0: going <laughs> to. We, we sat there. We, we fear that we're going to be featured on some sort of British reality show <laughs> where uh, they make fun of Americans trying to make sense of Whigs and Tories and political uh, ideas in, in Great Britain.
1: And, uh, you you will not find two more self-deprecating podcast hosts and myself and my my co-host
0: we're we're self-deprecating not to each other mind you we'll fight it to the death but
1: we are are far from perfect in our knowledge but that's part of our quest
0: that is (laughs) our quest and that's one of of the things i love about doing this podcast beth is we learn something every time don't we
1: yes we do yes we do
0: we're on that learning mission (laughs) <laughs>
1: and, um, <laughs> On a mission, tonight's kind baby.
0: of a, a, a little bit different from last week's pod because last week we were doing our homework and Queen Anne 18th century. Excuse me, <clears throat> I swallowed ginger ale the wrong way again. And I'm drinking wine tonight. Like wine, nice.
1: Yeah, because there's so much wine drinking in this in this movie.
0: There's a lot of wine drinking. This movie being Kissmig, K Y S S M I G. Also known as "With Every Heartbeat" for some reason, and "Kiss Me." Like, I'm where much, was it released as "With Every Heartbeat"?
1: That's rather new. I, th- this film came out what, 2011? It did. And it—it's been "Kiss Mig" or "Kiss Me" for as long as I th- this this new title, which I yeah. don't care for. Yeah, but I kind of get it. I guess I don't know. I don't think well, it I, literally translates. One of the it's... featured
0: artists. That did the ending credits song, Robin sweeping the European nations, but I've never heard of her. Did a, did, wrote that ending song, and it ended up on the Billboard the UK charts. Uh, I think at number one with every heartbeat. Did you know her? I did, I had never heard I, of Robin. With a wife.
1: I just found out this evening that there is such a thing as Swedish reggae,
0: there and is. I am a fan now. <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah, the music is is very. Uh, what is it? Idiosyncratic. And I did read that, the, let's just, for a general, it was directed by Alexandra Therese Kining, is what I'm going to say. But the producer, Josephine Tengblad, had a lot to do with how this movie was made. Usually the, the producers are the money men, right, or women, right, stepping back a little bit. But it was really Josephine's or Josephine's vision, this film. And she had to find the right director, the right actresses. Everything had, because it's based on her story, right?
1: Uh, it was uh, I th- I, There is an interview. Actually, there's a, a couple of interviews, and we'll probably link them in the description.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, in in the making of the film, and uh, I had listened to one of them. I believe believe it was Tangblad. Yeah. Her interview.
0: Was it with Mia? The character, uh, the actress who plays Mia, is uh, Ruth Vega Fernandez, who plays Mia. Was it? That I believe. One? The two I believe
1: so. There? Yes, where the two are sitting there it's and seven discussing the
0: long, and they they talked a lot about like how they wanted the film to look and financing issues, which I found interesting. Everyone it said, would, "Oh, we've that story's been done." Yes. Went, yeah, that one.
1: Yes, and. People will see this movie and and see the read the description and they will just dismiss it out of hand as the atypical coming out story. But it
0: I think there's more to it than that, don't I you see? I think it's a coming out story. Well, I mean, obviously it is in some respects, but it's a mature awareness film. It's about love and complicated familial relationships. Complicated further if if two families are going to join and, and you're Love interest is going to be your stepsister, so you know there's a yes. a lot going on in this film.
1: So it's, it's a little complicated.
0: Did you know that the producer also is acting in the film? She's Alain. She is Alain. I yeah.
1: I I remember looking at Alain and going, she looks so familiar. Where? Yeah. <laughs> and not realizing, not putting the two pieces together.
0: Yeah. Uh, Apparently, she's been in a lot. She's acted a lot. And I I think this might be her first producing gig. It was very, very personal to her. She wanted a certain look for Mia. And Mia was a hard one to cast. And they found that in in Ruth Vega Fernandez. And their Frida is played by Liv. I want to say. Mjons. Mjons. Mjonska.
1: I think it's Mjons. 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 And Liv Mjons was in the film. What film has she been in that we just did? Not uh, back in uh, April.
0: Was she, was she in Caligula?
1: I don't know. No, she was <laughs> as as, as baby Calig as little boots How as little, baby little Caligula. Oh, God. No, she was in um, Midsummer, Midsummer, as one of the maids of.
0: They were all blonde and beautiful, so I'm trying to... I mean, she would be in that scene where they're making pastries, obviously, probably.
1: Yes, she was in the pie scene, but then she's also, I believe, in the scene where, oh my God, what was his name? He's all tied up. He can't move. She goes, you can't move.
0: (laughs) Ah, good, good. That's good. good. Also cheerfully, you know.
1: Yes, yes. But Liv Mion is is in that. And uh, actually, she's also in... I, it's so funny. I finished watching this and, I, and I've watched it. I've seen this movie several times, but I, after watching it again, and you're like, she's really good. And I, I, yeah. I'm, I, was, I agree. She, I, they both are. I, I love the cast in this film. I, I really loved every single person that in this There's
0: a, a generational thing going on here. Um, we start the film with a, a character who's turning 60, right? It's his 60th birthday. And I, I don't know where they are. Are they on the island in Denmark, or are they in their other home?
1: No, they're where not they? on. They're not on uh, Finn yet. They're Finn. in. They're at Lasse's house. Okay,
0: and uh, Lasse is played by. I didn't know this actor, but I'm going to look out for him. His name is Kristin uh, Henriksen. And you get the feeling watching him, if you, at least I did, that oh, he must be a big deal. He's got that that presence.
1: Did you research any of the films he's in? Or has been in his filmography?
0: No, <laughs> did you?
1: No, I did not.
0: <laughs> maybe, maybe we should. I don't just know. I just so fucking well prepared. We... Well, I was going to go at this film viscerally this because I felt, to be honest, like like I was taking my comprehensive exams on Queen Anne. For the last podcast, like I felt like, oh, I must learn, must learn, must learn more about the Must oh, n- about Well, no, I, Churchill's. I wanted,
1: I wanted to bring out, uh, I do want to recommend or let people know if they watch this film and they enjoy the cast. I wanted to sort of like say, you know, they're also in this. You, you said how much you like live Mignon's, and, and I, yes. I thought to myself, I was like, you know, this woman needs a, a crime procedural. That's what she needs. I I need a whole series I, I prefer of her
0: Elizabeth uh, Lena Andreas plays Elizabeth the mother of Frida. But see, I c- I can
1: actually help those who want to see Liv Mionis in a <laughs> crime procedural. I think Europe and UK do series differently yeah. than we do. Yeah. But there's a series called Stockholm Requiem, oh. and she it's a crime procedural, and there's ten episodes. It is not on anything yet or it, maybe it was, but I think it was released back in 2018. And then there was another one, uh, The Holiday, yeah. that is an English series. Both would be sort of, I think one, would, one ran on BBC 5, I believe, and the other one just ran this past April yeah. in BBC 4.
0: So Hey, I have something to rock your world. What? Do you know why Christian Henriksen looks Latsa, looks so familiar to us? Why? He was in The Fall. Oh, my the God. British, the, I guess you would call it an Irish-British uh, crime procedural with uh, Gillian Anderson, and, <sighs> uh, and he was in that as well.
1: Christian Henriksen, he has such a kind face.
0: He does. I don't know if he played a good guy.
1: Oh, he plays a... He's a Swedish actor. I just... Uh, Cross-referenced in Wikipedia, yeah. he is perhaps best known for playing Kurt Wallander in the TV television films based on the novels by Henning Mankell. So Wallander is a pretty popular series, I think.
0: Okay,
2: I
1: don't and know. It. Let me look at his. He's been in. It just
0: seems really familiar to me. Like, is it because he's got that earnestness of a seasoned actor, or, or for some other reason?
1: I don't know, folks. Way, if you that haven't stands seen,
0: stands as the scariest freaking series crime I've perce- ever seen. Yeah, Crime, crime Procedural. Was, any, any category. Yeah. And nothing, really? My biggest um, boast is nothing can freak me out or scare me. Like, there isn't a scary movie out there that can actually scare me. And The Fall came pretty close to freaking me out and disturbing me.
1: You know, I when I recommended that, that if you're a Gillian Anderson fan, definitely watch The Fall. I don't know...
0: Or it if was... you've ever been a detractor, because she, she this is quite a departure from her previous work. We're,
1: we're, we're just going to, I don't know, maybe make a separate episode about uh, intersectionality with TV series and this movie.
0: That's, that's kind of what COVID did to us, didn't it? It made us go into streaming. I guess we're already headed that way anyhow. But into... Platform originals like Amazon originals, Netflix originals, Hulu originals, and all, and, and that's become a you know decent, respectable thing for A-list actors to do.
1: We are definitely going to wind up having it splice us into two different, completely different episodes. But I would, I would argue that Orange is the New Black changed the game as far as true? binging. Oh yeah, oh yeah.
2: The first I thing hadn't I even ever
1: known binged, that you could binge until Orange is the New B- Orange is the New Black.
0: The first thing I ever binged, Herbert and I binged, was The Sopranos, and there to me that was untouchable. Uh, it was it was just so exquisite, so well done, and we lost James uh, two, Gandalf, yeah. too soon, too soon. He was young, wasn't he? Not even fifty well, yet.
1: Well, the thing with Orange is the New Black is that it it was a whole series. And they just went, boom, here are all the episodes oh, right. all at Releasing once. that's right. Releasing
0: it all at once. That all at once. The, the deal and I, I really changer. do think
1: that changed the game a little bit yeah. for me.
0: I think even with Breaking Bad, which I was very fond of. I don't know if you've seen that one yet, Beth. I think the subject matter doesn't appeal to you, but it would. It would. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. But even that didn't release everything at once. And I remember I think- when they released House of Cards. That's the first one I really noticed a, a full dump. <laughs> That's a terrible yeah. analogy. But um, it's just, uh, you know, oh, wow. Yeah. I can watch these all. Now, did they do that with Killing Eve? I'm not sure.
1: No, they did not. No. Wait. That was a wait. A week. Yeah, you had to wait a whole week.
0: And now it's well, just we can, impossible for us to wait a whole week, right?
1: We can, we can catch up on uh, what are you watching? Because I can't wait till you share your what oh, are you watching. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, that sounded good. But back to. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh yeah, the film we're covering, to Kiss Me.
1: What's the premise, opening premise of the film?
0: The premise is a uh, a gent who sort of a, had had been a philanderer in his in his previous life and not very successful with women in that way because of his inability to commit. lack of fidelity. Lack of fidelity uh, finds a wonderful free spirit in his beautiful new fiance, Elizabeth played by Lina Indre. So at this party which is <clears throat> A birthday party, excuse me, and a, a, an announcement for his engagement. Engagement, yeah. His daughter and her fiancé show up. Yes. And, and they hadn't seen each other. We, we get the impression that they are immediately, we, we get the impression that they're somewhat estranged or awkward around one another, have some bumps and issues between them. And she and her, uh, Mia is her name, and her fiancé, Tim, show up. And as he's celebrating, you asked for a premise, and I'm giving you line by line. Anyhow, you have a collision <laughs> of the older couple, Lassa and Elizabeth, and the meeting of Lassa's children with Elizabeth's children,
1: right? Yes. It's, it's lovely. They, they sort of cut back and forth between Tim and Mia. Yeah. And you see also these cuts over to preparations for some sort of celebration. And you see, uh, you see Mia and Tim in the city. I'm, is it Oslo?
0: It's it's Stockholm. I did look. Okay.
1: That. Oh, okay. And then they they fly to. Ma- I saw Malmo somewhere. I don't know Sweden, so God forgive me, and dear people of Sweden, forgive oh, me for being. Please me. forgive us. And they they um they are getting on a plane to go to this uh, celebration, and you. But then you see these cuts to, Lasse's house, the gentleman yes. whose birthday it
0: is. It's just and so lovely. It's, it's so lovely. Very it's all lovely. Candlelit, white candles and folks, and if you, you wine don't think, and
1: Yeah. If you don't think you can make a nice cozy atmosphere in your own home, watch this movie. You for, know what? You don't
0: have to be the fast food nation. You can slow no. it down and enjoy life. That's what this film taught me more than you anything else.
1: Don't have to have a mint in the bank either. Although we get the no. impression that Lhasa is pretty well off. There's just this intimacy about the way the whole yeah. they're they're setting the tables, they're prepping yeah. prepping the food. You see, but Frida, not sort
0: of at Buckingham Palace level. It's, no, it's just no, a nice, very cozy. homey. Yeah, yeah.
1: So Frida, and then this beautiful young man who we yes, find out Oscar. is Mia's younger brother, Oscar. Oscar, and they're, by Tom
0: they're, Youngman.
1: What a beautiful yeah. young man he is, and Frida is. They're all just so beautiful, but actually very real looking. Yeah, I mean Oscar to me is the most sort of photogenic, but I love that the the, uh, the actors in all this film look like. Real yeah, you're people. allowed
0: to have wrinkles, guys. Uh, if you're, yeah. you know, pushing sixty, you're allowed to have a a little bit of girth, you're allowed to be a normal looking human being in this film. And that's, that's what I loved about that. And everybody is beautiful in their own way. uh, No matter what their body type or age or or whatever.
1: I like that you point that out, Sam, because there, there is a very cute scene where Oscar and Frida are they're They're, you know, fretting over the preparations and then they, they look out and you see Lhasa and Elizabeth and they're basically in the swimming pool, yes, <laughs> getting a little frisky and fooling around. And and Lassa, you see, you see their wrinkles. You see yes. the that their their bodies are not perfect, and yet they seem very sexy in a way, don't yes. they? Yes,
0: Real and sexy, and no filter on the lens. Although I did hear uh, Josephine say they asked to shoot it red, and I don't, I was hoping you knew what that meant. But we don't I have need to. No that. No idea what that means. But um, they wanted it to. be be a beautiful looking film and indeed it is a beautiful looking film and everything seems very deliberate if it's making love if it's gardening if it's eating a meal if it's having a cigarette and uh there's there's no sort of judgment in this film that i could see for anything
1: no i love that about this film
0: i mean there are family dynamics and that's going to be universal no matter where you're from but uh but as far as as being an individual there was no judgment it's
1: such a cute scene too because Oscar and you can tell Oscar and Frida already have a rapport Oscar seems to be about what maybe 10 7 years younger than Frida he
0: looks like he's just reached adulthood he looks like a very right. young man 18 20 i'm not sure
1: but and and yeah. he jokes he's like you're 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 your mother's a pervert or, you know, they're they're just teasing each other. Very sibling. Yes. Yeah. Very sibling. Like it's very, it's very cute.
0: Your dad's a dog, you know, just (laughs) just going after my mom like that. Everybody is a free spirit except one, right?
1: Yeah. So um, Mia and Tim make their entrance. Go on about that.
0: They, they arrive and, and it's kind of a surprise. Her father doesn't know that she's coming and I, th- I think it's a little rude, but she whispers to her dad in the middle of school and happy birthday and we're yes. getting engaged and all this. It's Lassa's day, right? Her father's day. And she whispers to him, we presume, hey, I'm here with my fiance Tim, we're going to get married. And so he makes uh, an announcement saying, my daughter has just made my life complete. She's going to marry this, this wonderful young man, Tim. And let's celebrate everything. And, and everybody does in good spirits, but I still thought it was rude.
1: It was kind of rude. Well, Tim proposes to Mia right before they leave for this party. Yeah. And they're kind of late to the party. Oscar's fretting. You see the scene where Oscar's fretting. He's like telling Frida, he's like, Mia's running late. Mia and Tim are running late. And,
0: uh, that's right. They're in on it.
1: Yeah. Oscar, or uh, Mia and Tim come in, the house is just set. There's like fairy lights outside and there's candles and it's very simple, but also very.
0: It's it's elegant, simple without effort. And that's what I was thinking. Like what is the difference between, and I've seen this in, I'm sorry to go off on a rant in sort of specials devoted to Sweden and Christmas and holidays and that sort of thing. These simple, elegant features instead of streamers and colors and balloons and
1: you know well I was just thinking if this if this elements. movie were were remade in America, they would be much more think about wedding crashers they would set it in something very very elegant yeah. um very material materially uh acquisitive and very you know just some like big nice house on cape cod or something mm-hmm. i love the fact that people come into this house and they're crammed into the dining room the tables are lined up close together yeah. there's candles It it just feels so close yeah it's and intimate. i yes and so tim and mia show up and the first thing we want to do, and this is important. The only reason why this is important is because something happens when they sneak out to go get a cigarette before they announce that they're even there at the party.
0: Yeah, they run into... they. Mia and Frida encounter each other for the first time. Yes. And there's a moment uh, where their eyes lock. And Frida is pretty readable. She's a free spirit and open and Mia is a repressed individual, but she she locks eyes, and then there's sort of a false start with her, isn't there? You you get the impression that okay, she's aware of Frida, but also feels threatened by her at first.
1: Yes, she's because too
0: beautiful, too uh, gregarious. At first, too you, accessible.
1: Yeah, they they sort of lock eyes while they're they're lighting each. other. Uh, Tim lights Frida's cigarette, and I think that immediately threatens Mia.
0: What lingers a little too long? They've got like yeah. a lighter or something like, oh, it didn't catch, it didn't catch. And of course, you're tete a tete, right? When you're right. lighting a cigarette. And it looks pretty intimate, doesn't it?
1: Yeah. Oscar comes and is like, you guys need to come. Like they just light their cigarettes. He's like, you need to get in there right now because Lassa's making his big speech. Yeah. And the thing to know about Lassa is he, he is turning 60. Yeah. He has found a new love. He seems to believe in this love and seems to have found his person for this next phase of his life. And you're supposed to kind of, he he comes across as a man that knows his flaws. Don't you think?
0: I think he does. He knows his past. It's all been leveled at him before. We don't really know what happened to the ex-wife. Like, did she die or I don't know, but she's not in the picture. No. And he is ready to settle. He's found true love. And, uh, and passion and i don't know a more settled
1: he kind the of speech yeah his the, the party starts with his speech and his speech really expresses just a lot of gratitude i think gratitude for finding elizabeth yeah. gratitude that he's surrounded by his loving friends yeah. gratitude that he's 60 and he's healthy you know that and that he yeah. feels good yeah. about you know physically feels good yeah spiritually feels good and then all of a sudden Mia comes in and says, we're getting married. Frida makes a beautiful toast.
0: She does. She, she lifts her glass to her new stepfather and, and her mother and says, we have a lot of differences. And we don't yet know her deal. We kind of do because we know what kind of movie we're watching. But um, right. we, we don't know what their differences might be. And she welcomes him into the family. Uh, you yes. Know, if, you, if you make my mother happy, I, I'm very happy for both of you.
1: She, her speech is a generous speech. She's yeah. not trying to steal any limelight. She's like, we have our differences, Lhasa, but you make my mother happy, and that's all that matters to me. And
0: we get a little preview when they go out, when, when Mia and Tim go out for their secret cigarette break. She's kind of working on her speech out there in the garden. So she right. Must be a little, it's not completely off the top of her head. She's, you know, she's planned it. She she had to work on it, and she might be a little bit nervous. Yes,
1: yeah, she's nervous, and she's... she's not completely. There is an awkwardness to Frida that is sort of endearing and an earnestness that is also endearing. So later it on in the. It's
0: like she was not endowed with any filters.
1: Right, right. In a
0: very sweet way, not in a loud, obnoxious way, just, uh, just in a very real way.
1: What is the word for it? Guileless.
0: Guileless is a good word. Yeah. She's guileless.
1: Later on in the evening, we see them, the couples are dancing. Elizabeth is dancing with Oscar. Lassa is dancing with Mia. Yeah. And I believe, is Frida dancing with Tim?
0: I think she is. Because yeah. in the beginning, uh, Mia isn't liking all of the attention that Tim is getting from Frida. Frida is giving everybody attention, if you're yes. real about it. She's just a gregarious, open soul. But yeah, Mia open soul is down to Tim.
1: Perfect description, open yeah. soul. Yeah,
0: and uh, and she becomes very suspicious. But we find out later that maybe she was projecting some things on Frida.
1: Yes, uh, it is funny when Tim kind of comes back over to Mia and leaves Frida to uh, Frida to speak with. I believe it's Oscar.
0: Yeah
1: we all of a sudden see that Frida cannot stop looking at Mia.
0: She it's just it's a great no. depth of field issue too with the lens. So you're on focus in the in the foreground and then in the background and more in the background of Frida casting a glance, lighting a cigarette, casting a glance. And if you don't if you didn't know anything about this film going in, that that it was an LGBT film or any of that, you would say, right, she must be looking at Tim. But no, right. She she's looking at Mia,
1: and what they're trying to convey when when we get further on in the film with what they're trying to convey or the director's trying to convey is is actually pretty. Um, it's hard to translate that on film. That the thunderbolts. Do you know what I'm
0: yeah. saying? Yeah, yeah. thunderstruck. And Absolutely, thunderstruck.
1: Yeah, and Frida is feeling thunderbolts. She cannot take her eyes off of Mia.
0: She's very. Tightly wound, Mia. Yeah. Yeah. And is not a very open and accessible and gregarious person. She's actually the polar opposite of Frida in her look, in her ways, in her personality.
1: And and it's not like Frida isn't isn't self conscious or aware of the fact that she I'm I keep you can tell. Just the way that Mionis' performance is just like, I'm trying not to look over there, I'm looking over there. I'm trying not to look over there, I'm looking yeah. over there. Yeah.
0: And then what so th- happens? How do we break out of this?
1: Lhasa approaches Mia that evening and he says, uh, let's go for a walk in the morning. And I feel like the whole thing is a setup by Lhasa. Like entire from the walk to the island, and, I feel like that whole yeah. thing was just a setup. He had no intention of walking with me in the morning
0: or, or I don't know. Maybe he wanted to immerse her in his new family and knew she was a very sort of, you know, difficult, almost antisocial being, you know, yeah. had to crack kind of thing. And maybe he wanted yeah. to throw her to the wolves, even though they're not wolves, they're lovely lambs, all of them, and and force her to understand their generosity and beauty.
1: Yeah. He says, let's go on the walk, go for a walk in the morning like he, w- when you were little. And then Mia wakes up at like the freaking crack of dawn. Everybody is even Tim, God bless him, is is yeah. sleeping. They, it was yeah. they had a nice party the night before. She's
0: pissed too. She's like waiting, waiting,
1: daddy, daddy. And she Yeah, and she looks out the window and who's he talking to? He's having a walk and a little chat with,
0: with Elizabeth, I think it is. No,
1: it's Frida. It was actually it Frida. Frida. Okay. It okay. is Frida. And um, that just pisses her off even more. <laughs> like,
0: why yeah. are you talking to her? It's my daddy. Why is this Frida so so generous with her time? And why is everyone so, you know, eager to speak to her? I think she's feeling jealous.
1: Yes, she feeling is that, feeling jealous. that
0: kind of sibling. And, and we've got a future stepsister here. So is this going to be a rival kind of thing? Maybe I,
1: she's I think you're right. I think there there is like this tinge of like sibling rivalry going on there. Yeah. Like, why is he talking to Frida? Not he yeah. promised to come take a walk with me first thing in the morning. So, and so she's
0: not addressing why her thunderstruck moment. She's projecting no. onto her father, projecting onto
1: Tim. When Lassa finally does knock on the door, like, "Are we going to go for a walk?" She's like, oh, "Go pound sand." That's her basically her attitude. And she agrees, though, to go out with to meet Elisabeth. Because her father asks her first, doesn't he? He says, I, yeah. I'd love for you to come out to Finn. Yeah. Look at the house because we want to do an addition." Elizabeth. By the way, idea. I was
0: confused till way later on about why she's looking at the house and thinking of spaces. I, I didn't know <laughs> yeah. what she did for a living.
1: So Tim is going back to the city to go work. They have a business venture uh, together. He and yes. Mia. The agreement is he's going to go back to work and she's going to stay a week. With Lasa, Elizabeth, and you, in Mia's mind, Frida, I guess, was going to be, you know, not even going to be in the picture or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, so she agrees; she's going to go back out to Finn to yes. help them
0: they figure want out an wh- extension,
1: right. right? And what happens, Sam?
0: Well, wait. There is a scene I think uh, where before that, where is that before or after when? When Frida and Mia are in the car, and Mia levels an accusation at Frida about Oscar. Oh, Is that oh, that's, or after
1: that. N- no, it's it's after. So oh, okay, Lasa like, well, let's let's go out to Finn, Elizabeth, and I would like to do an addition. Help us, yeah. you know, figure. And she she volunteers. She's like, oh yeah, I would, l- I'll help you do that. Yeah. The next that day, actually, they pile into. Frida's bus, which they, they (laughs) tease her about. You can see Tim, Tim Tim is sort of, she's kind of
0: wild. And I, I think Mia finds that threatening too.
1: Yeah. They're kind of joking though. They're kind of yuppies. And, and Mia is, they see her as, you know, sort of this crunchy girl, granola girl with a a VW, you know, love bus or whatever it is. So when they leave, it's, it's Mia It's Elizabeth, and—oh, no, Elizabeth's not with them, is she? No, she's already out at the house. She's already out
0: at the house. I'm trying to figure out how the two ladies end up in the the love van. I I think what it is— I guess Elizabeth bows out at the last minute. Hey, I'm going to—can you two go do this errand alone?
1: I think what it is, is Elizabeth—that day where he promises to go, let's go for a walk. Yeah. I think they do not leave until the next day because— Mia's under the impression that when she gets to Finn her father will be there with her with Elizabeth so li- they actually leave under under Mia's understanding ahead of she and Frida okay be- because the two of them are in the van together by themselves and Tim has Sorry. gone back to the city
0: yeah and Mia looks tense she's alone with this woman who she's trying to size up She's decided that maybe Frida has uh, has been having an affair with her brother, this younger. <laughs> Frida's about, what do you think, 32, 30? 30, they 28? look like they're in their they early 30s. They
1: okay. do. They look like they're about 30, 32, between 30 and 32 years old.
0: Yeah. So, so first she was jealous that maybe Frida was giving too much attention to Tim. Then she sort of uh, accuses Frida of having a uh, relationship with her young brother and Feels that's robbing the cradle, and Frida just teases her and says, "Oh yeah, he is so good in bed," and you know, she gets, just plays her along. A little bit. I think we haven't even mentioned this. The
1: film is in Swedish, and it's it's subtitled. I think they did a great job with the subtitles. Don't you? Did tri- I hope
0: so? Because it came across as authentic, and I and it flowed easily for me.
1: I it, laughed yeah. so many times watching this film because there there were so many little little parts that were humorous, and one of them was when. Uh, Frida's teasing her about. Oh man, Oscar's fantastic in bed. Your your baby brother is amazing in bed. And, and, and
0: her nostrils, <laughs> Mia's nostrils, are a flare, you know, and she probably knows at this point. All right, because later she says, "You you were kidding me." I I think what's so funny
1: about that is they're they're driving. Finn is an island. They're driving to the ferry during this time, and and by the way, that's Swedish reggae
0: playing, and. See, I was band. expecting, you know, I don't know what, yodeling, I don't know what, but um, sorry, our listeners in Sweden, please forgive my ignorance. Oh, I, I got into it. Uh, see,
1: it's The name of the song while they're in the van is called Seen and Gone, I believe, okay. and it's by Seen and... Cultura- Culturation, okay. and I did not know that Swedish reggae was a thing. It is, okay. and now I am just going to start making playlists on Spotify.
0: I'm going on a Swedish film soon <laughs> because there's just something so level and earnest and direct about the interaction in this film. And, and I think every Swedish drama I've ever seen, I don't know if I've ever seen a Swedish comedy.
1: But they, they are on their way to what I thought was so funny because yeah. she's teasing her, teasing her about Oscar and then it doesn't dawn on Mia until they're actually on the ferry. She looks at her and she goes, you were kidding about Oscar. It like took that long for her to figure out, oh, <laughs> you, then you then had one over on me. That's when
0: she her her armor starts to crack a little bit. I yeah. think she can't help herself. She can't help it like Frida.
1: There's a little smirk. And then they kind of lock eyes on the yeah. fairy. Yeah. Frida calls her anal. <laughs> anal.
0: <laughs> I yeah. didn't know
1: you were so anal. Well, I didn't mean anal anal, but I just mean anal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but and and Mia, she knows she's anal, so she's an architect yeah. for God's sake. She's anal, yeah. Yeah. so everything must be meticulous and the blueprints and you know the spaces. Yeah. So I, I think you must have to have a kind of meticulous mind to be an architect, right? Yes. You, There's you this don't very color
1: outside the lines. No, you don't. There's this very nice part when they're interacting on the ferry, where again, Frida. Frida is looking, it's, it's rare to look someone in the eye so directly. Yeah. And Frida is just looking right into Mia's eyes and en- enjoying every second of it, I think. So they get to the island, they, they go to Finn, which actually is in Denmark. Yeah. it It is a...
0: Which wouldn't be too far. I, I do think in that little interview we both watched with Josephine Ting Teng- Tingblad? Teng- yeah. yeah. She mentioned Southern Sweden. So... Maybe hop on the ferry, go to this island. Right. I'd have to look it up on a map where Finn is. But it, it it's almost horror story, like the the frame for a horror story, right? Then they go to the little island of Finn. There's no way to get off the island. <laughs>
1: it is for Mia. <laughs> we find out it is for Mia.
0: <laughs> it is. It's a nightmare. <laughs> she, she expects her father to come.
1: Yes. That's that's the big screw up. She's she's finally on the on the ferry trip over. She's finally warmed up to Frida. Yeah. I don't hate you so much. <laughs>
0: it's hard not to like Frida. So you know.
1: It's really hard not to like, live me honest. She's just be She has a certain kind of beauty. Winsome. Yes, winsome, but this sort of natural, very very natural beauty to her. An
0: earnest charm to her where she's not being precocious or, you know, yeah. Uh, she's
1: not face her lines. Yeah, she is not a you know supermodel face, perfect super photo. She, she's I just she's pretty,
0: pretty. Yeah.
1: She is, but it's sort of in a classic sort of Scandinavian type. Of, I, I guess. I you guess know.
0: Sweden's version of the girl next door.
1: Yeah, girl next door look to her yeah. absolutely. So um, they, <laughs> I just love it. They get they get to the the mother's house, Elizabeth. Yeah. And she discovers it's that, a beautiful
0: fairy house, by the way. <laughs> I mean, it's yes. not glitzy and weird and twee, but it it just looks so... It's just this home. little cottage, yeah, out out you in the... You know there's an herb garden and natural light pouring in through the... It
1: reminded years. me of uh, New England in the summertime.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's the closest thing. N-
1: yeah. Nothing ostentatious either, or on the beach. Yeah. Just some very plain little cottage... And the weather, just the setting, just reminded me very much of New yeah, England in the very summertime.
0: very dewy and lush. and yeah. just beautiful, verdant, and but simple. Immediately, Elizabeth. I guess they're out speaking about the space, right? Elizabeth, Frida's yes. mother, and Mia, yes. because yes. Mia is going to help them with the architectural aspect of that that extension. And is, that was is that why she Elizabeth's, went out there. Yes, is that? I think Mia says when's Dad coming, or the yep. equivalent. And Elizabeth, oh, oh, he couldn't make it. So then we get cut to Mia alone in the um, in the house. You know the other ladies are outside making right. a very nasty phone call to her uh, to her father. But she gets yes. this machine and she's like, "Thanks fucking a lot. You've left me here." You know,
1: with these two this strangers.
0: Asshole. Yes. I don't
1: know who they are. You're a dick, basically. Yeah. Click. Is she just kind of? She goes off, and as as night is falling, you know, it's sort of dusk. Yeah, Elizabeth is. First of all, what is her name? Ender and Andre, the actress that played. Well, She's actress. actually, she was actually in the Master. Is it the Master um, with you know um, know Philip Seymour Hoffman?
0: I cannot believe that. I think it was because I couldn't see it after Philip Seymour Hoffman had. She's passed. been in mm.
1: several films. So, and
0: Lena Andre, yeah, beautiful
1: woman. God, really? beautiful woman. And she's out there with her daughter, with Frida, and she's bring so sweet. A nice
0: glass of wine.
1: Yes, bring her. Bring her a cigarette. Bring her wine. You know she she you wants would to never know. Never hear
0: that in a, an American film. Bring some no. cigarettes and wine.
1: Bring there her some cigarettes and wine. Bring her some water and. Sam and I were just commenting bread. that we <laughs> bring her <laughs> bread and water. <laughs>
0: bring we her don't bread deserve and, anything.
1: Bread and watery yeah. gruel. Kale. We <laughs> like that in this film there is drinking, there d- drinking of wine, there are, is smoking of cigarettes, there they are eating food, and they all seem to they seem to be enjoying every single thing.
0: <laughs> yeah. Without judgment, without anything, just have your yes. glass of wine, have your without food, apologies. Have your, you know, don't make a it, fucking statement about everything. There
1: there also <laughs> seems to be like sort of like this uh not, not overindulgence, but just an enjoyment of those pleasures.
0: Just everything in moderation, but not always, right? You are can get tipsy sometimes. Right.
1: So, it. Frida, in, in an attempt to, you know, an overture of friendliness, and, you know, I'm sure she didn't need Elizabeth, her mother, to twist her arm, but yeah. I, I think they're both feeling it, that Mia is uncomfortable and does not want to be there.
0: Her, her so, last words to her daughter before sending her off with wine and cigarettes are: "Be nice." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. wow. Well, 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 well.
1: Uh, Frida, so earnest, so winsome, yeah. comes, brings a glass of wine, or brings more wine, and Mia's brings sort of, her a what cigarette. What
0: is she doing? Hiding in the bushes? I don't know.
1: She what. is. She's hiding over by the. They there's like a barn or a shed or something, yeah. and uh, and Frida, you know, brings more wine, pours her more wine in the glass, and then yeah. offers her a cigarette, and they, they both light cigarettes. And I, I think w- what happens is is that Frida says, let me show you something. Isn't yes. that what happens?
0: She yeah. says, I want to show you something special, and you get the idea. That it's, I, I, I cannot identify. <laughs> I, feel I thought they were reindeer. A, are, are they, they reindeer? reindeer? I don't know I what don't they are, know. but they're lovely reindeer-looking Beasts, a whole herd of them, just sitting in the lush high grass, looking
1: in beautiful. the dark, verdant wood. Maybe a little bit of moonbeam coming down. I, I believe that was.
0: <laughs> I wandered filter. lonely as a cloud. Oh, I wandered
1: lonely as a cloud in the <laughs> evening. You see these beautiful deer-like creatures in the moon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know we <laughs> we be able standing, to identify most of her st- creatures? Oh. Standing there quietly. They're both standing there very quietly, just sort of yes. taking in. It's, it's yes. a nature moment. Yes. Right? Frida's, Frida's walking me in special, nature. It's
0: special. It's dusk.
1: To be fair, it's a p- very uh, lovely shot. It is. I believe it was a filter that they put on there. It's, there's just kind of like this blue hue to it.
0: There is. It's, it's lovely.
1: And they kind of, you see... You see Frida's face in profile, and yeah. Mia standing right next to her, and Mia has turned now, and she is just staring at Frida, and um, the kiss happens.
0: The kiss happens, and and Mia is the one who initiates it, which is kind of shocking. After we've gotten this burn, we think Mia's all uptight, and well, Frida's the-, the free spirit.
1: Yeah, Frida is sort of turning toward her that that that's really interesting you picked that up in the body language frida is sort of turning towards her but then mia is the one that goes in for the kiss and but then, then promptly yeah.
0: there, there's something mia does till they figure things out and that's that she does hit and run kisses she, she's running away a lot and hiding <laughs> and all, all that- you
1: see is mia just stomping off into the fort you know back to the house yeah and but i do love the next scene you see Mia kind of go to sit in. She's sitting in a like a rocker or something on on like a sunroom, mm-hmm. and she it's almost like she can't breathe. Like shit, what have I done?
0: Yeah, she's a very controlled person.
1: Yeah, not
0: and get, then, you get you get the idea, not given to spontaneity, and she's just in this really spontaneous thing.
1: Right, but I love the look on Frida's face. Yeah, there there is. Terror. <laughs> Absolute pan- terror and confusion sort of on, on Frida's face. And she's outside just sitting there just stunned yeah. and staring off into nothing. Yeah. Like what just happened? So what just happened? They're both
0: both freaked out. And you know, they have to share a room in this the this small cottage, right? right? There's there's a two beds set up and they're sharing a room. Little twin and- beds. Twin bed, you, t- you, know? you can
1: tell it was like Frida's room growing up. Yeah. So
0: they're both <laughs> like kind of freaked funny. out, like, what just happened? I don't know. And now we're sharing a room. This is awkward.
1: Yeah. So it's bedtime. And <laughs> they, they both climb into bed. You see Frida sort of turn to face where Mia is sleeping. Mia immediately gets up and walks outside. And then the very next thing you see is the next morning.
0: This this running away stuff. I just yeah. want to slap Mia. Like just stop and
1: it. and Frida's just trying to be nice. She's like, "There's there's more coffee. Do you want me to make more coffee?" Do you By the need way, more I love coffee? the way
0: that that simple scene was filmed. It's just this little garden table and the kitchen is yes. right there. And you know, it's really good coffee. You just know it is. You and- just know it is, <laughs> and I
1: love. <laughs> I love the scene where Mia is freaking out. She's on the phone. I need to get a car off the island yeah. now. What? There's
0: no way off. Like,
1: there's no way I
0: can get the off. The bridge this island. is burned down, and the ferry sank. It's stranded like-
1: on Finn Island with a gorgeous blonde, How horrifying <laughs> woman, and I need to get out of here. And she's into me, and I need to leave now. So then, uh, <laughs> and in comes Mom. Yes. Let's go
0: fishing. I know in the middle of this, I thought, well, you know what? These Swedish women know how to, how to subsist. It kind of, it <laughs> kind of made me love, uh,
1: Elizabeth even more. Yeah. I'm like, well, no wonder Lassa fell in love with her. Yeah. I mean, she's got she, this, she's country girl. Yeah, She's, you know, let's go fishing.
0: She can gut a fish and she can <laughs> tell a vintage wine. She's refined and earthy and all the things so.
1: she is all the things. she is earth mama baby i mean no wonder las is just like yeah <laughs> yeah
0: I, I will not philander anymore there's no need so the
1: next evening they're coming back from fishing and they tell their mother or she tell frida says we're gonna go for a swim real quick and i don't know where they went swimming oh,
0: that might have been the only gaze s- scene you know the gaze the male well, they still scene. kind of I thought, had are they their gonna clothes. Do the male gaze scene.
1: They did the dip thing in the pool yeah. in in this pond, and I'm I'm thinking it has to be freezing.
0: They don't feel that. I think I'm <laughs> sure
1: they don't. It's, just, it's really what you grow up with, I guess. But
0: but they're all these flowy. Um, it's lovely. Um, they're wearing sort of flowy t shirty things, but better Swedish t shirts than we have. You know what yes. I
1: mean? Yes, yes. It's always yeah.
0: It's just better. <laughs>
1: They kiss underwater that's that was a little cheesy that was and sort a little, of I, like, I just
0: don't know if that works I think maybe I it yeah once, but.
1: but they're they're sitting there on the bank then and um and Frida's like you kiss me and 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 basically Mia's just in denial yeah like yeah I'm not I'm not that and I, think, I love just when
0: she asks her you like girls or something like that
1: yeah and Mia just is like no that you know I'm marrying Tim I, what did she say she just says I'm marrying Tim doesn't she
0: she doesn't Another really thing. say no. No, no, but, but Mia asks, Frida, you yes. like girls? Like, yes. only, exclusively is, is the impression I yes. get. Like, yes, yes. Like, you know, is that your thing? Or is this yes. just some coincidence that we, you know, collided in this way? Yeah. Uh, and, and she's not honest. She just sort of um, says, I, that's not me.
1: That's not yes. Me. And she just jumps sort of in the in the water back in the water. Always <laughs> Again, running, running away. Running, like running me, away. Run
0: away, run away.
1: And I like how Frida's just so like okay and <laughs> follows her into the pond. And then the next thing you see is they're they're getting ready to go to sleep. And uh Can I just
0: say it's like Eden to me, this cottage, a swimming hole pool, oh my God, pond, yeah, and whatever, and going fishing and just this lush, lush vegetation everywhere.
1: It's it's a very soft assault on the senses.
0: It is. It's and I didn't
1: mind it one bit. In what, And I will say this. There are some parts of this film that are are cheesy. And yet, as you're watching it, you're like, I don't mind it one bit.
0: On paper, probably Go ahead and there be were cheesy. Some, some
1: question marks.
0: Yeah. Like, really? Hasn't that one been? I don't know. But,
1: but the um, who um, was the, cinem- who is the cinematographer, Sam? Right. Uh, her name was Ragna Jordaning. Love her eye.
0: And she was really sought out do. specifically by Josephine Tingblad Tem- for her her special eye and her ability, and uh, uh,
1: uh, an eye that seems to be very in tune with the natural world and with humanity's place in it, in interacting in
0: it. That nature and civilization seem to be, I don't know, coexist.
1: But there also seems to, she seems to also have a focus on human nature. Within, within the, the there are a lot of humanity's are natural environment. Shots,
0: but, yeah. but there are shots, I, I think I was telling you earlier, Beth, of like a hand or the side of a neck. Not, not necessarily a sexualized shot, you know, but just of spotlighting something human and lovely. Uh,
1: that's funny. I didn't notice the hands. And then when I was watching it again this afternoon, I'm like, oh, my God, the hands. And they're beautiful. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Yeah. He, uh, a human being's probably the most beautiful part of our body. Yeah. Other than eyes, maybe. When you he can knows. think of when you think about what the human hand can do. Yeah. Just really remarkable.
0: I, I'm sitting here <laughs> thinking about different hands like a mechanic's hands, uh, or an artist's hands, a sculptor or something like a that.
1: A surgeon's hands. The, yeah. A fighter pilot's hands. Yeah. Hands a, uh, com-
0: tell you a lot.
1: A computer programmer's hands. Yeah. A, a violinist's hands.
0: I like big veiny hands. I do. I, I like. <laughs> I, I like big hands. And, and I, I won't apologize. And I will not lie. <laughs> I will not lie <laughs> because big hands me item. But um. <laughs> All right. Big. Pens. Okay, baby. You need big pens if you. Have All right. Hands. But
1: so they they're going to bed the second night, and Frida becomes brave. Yes. Yep. She becomes brave.
0: And, and and you can tell that that Mia's like, is something going to happen? I'm not doing anything, but she's sort of dreading, wanting, dreading, wanting, right?
1: Dreading, wanting, dreading, wanting. Yeah. Frida makes the first move. She gets up, walks over there, takes the back of her hand. That was the other thing I thought was yeah. interesting. She yeah. sits down next to Mia, and she just takes the back of her hand and run runs the back of her hand along Mia's arm, and See, there is that's no. That's how it's
0: done. Not like. Let me go for your erogenous zone. That, that, and the A, B, and C. Uh, it's it's other things. Your whole body is a tingly, beautiful, it, sensual organ. So.
1: It's a it's organism. A very. It's not the open hand caressing the arm. It is the back of the hand.
0: Yeah. So it's not threatening. Mm-hmm. It's very gentle, and.
1: But the intention of desire is clear. Mia at any time could have said, no, mm-hmm. get back on your bed. <laughs> get back on <laughs> back, your little twin back bed. Back in
0: your bed. No.
1: And that doesn't happen, and it's, it's um. well, what did you think?
0: I thought it was, you know, I surprised. I'll tell you what I heard in that little interview that you heard as well, but it, it seemed like a very organic sex scene. With, with any sex scene, you run the risk of the, uh, I don't know, the... Cheesy blocking and uh, or, or being over the top or or not realistic, and I thought it was very tastefully done and very realistically portrayed. I think. And what I did hear in an interview by uh, Josephine Tenggald, not the director but the producer, which is always baffling to me, was that it was highly blocked, every hand move, every gesture, because Tenglad wanted. I I think she wanted a recreation of her experience. Wow. Yeah.
1: Wow, that's so um in a way that is admirable, I think.
0: I think to be so
1: too. to want to express that, I think. Yeah. I admire that.
0: Yeah. And and what Mia or the actor who uh, sitting with her, what is her name? Um oh shoot, Ruth Vega Fernandez says in that interview is that it made them feel like they had a framework where they felt safe. Where-
1: I, yeah, I, I, I really love the performances of every single actor in this, in this film. Yeah. I really do. I, I feel very affectionate towards every single, single actor in this film. And there are some scenes where some of these characters have unflattering Proportions to their performance, uh, Tim, I forget who the actor is that plays Tim. Tim but I,
0: is Joachim, I'm going to get it wrong, Joachim Nattervis.
1: These are very three-dimensional characters, and they're very informed with, with, with relatable experience, and I really enjoyed that about the film. I, Sam, the first time I saw this film, and it really left an impact on me. I thought, wow, what a beautiful film! Even though it's just sort of like a very simple film, it's yeah. it's sort of you know not not very complicated in terms of. But it is. There's no, like on a paper, lot of.
0: It's not, but you bring these, but these these actors really brought shades and nuance and and depth to these characters mm-hmm. that could be in different hands, very shallow. You
1: know. Right. It could have been a very shallow film, and it's not. And after seeing it. You know, sort of, it's different when you stream stuff on your phone, guys. Yeah. I watched this scene again on big screen TV, which was nice, helpful. It was definitely helpful. <laughs> I forgot the tears coming out of Vega's eyes. Yes. At the end of the scene, and it was, wow. Yeah. Wow. It just floored you know me again.
0: feeling something more intense than she's ever felt, maybe.
1: Or has not felt in a or maybe very long experiencing time it
0: for the first time. I don't know. Yeah,
1: that's true. It's a. It's there. There are a couple of other love making scenes in this film, but this I've scene is think. Are, are really there, intense. Uh,
0: full scenes like that. Or is it, is there there it is
1: the one blood stain. Is it blood Oh God! It's when they're when they sort of reunite. Oh yeah. In the yeah. city, and then uh, then there is the one where. That is a little bit more intense and more passionate, but I, I have right. to say, this scene is—it just really kind of hits you in the gut. Yeah. Uh, her reaction, so, um, it's great it's performances, tender, really great
0: performances, beautiful cinematography, without being a male gaze, um, and I use that in a, as a term of art that that has come to be, right? That yes, that something can be uh, made. Guys, an we we love
1: our men. We yeah. really do love our men. We do. <laughs>
0: We do. we do. No offense, we but it, but it's kind of term put of yourself art in, in cinematography. F- I think. Yeah. yeah.
1: When we when we're speaking in this way, we, we want you to sort of just put yourself in our female bodies and look yeah. at it from our perspective. The next it's morning. Quiet.
0: Uh, yes. Um, mom comes a knocking on the door early morning, and there's the oh shit moment. Let me, let's get in our separate beds and put our shirts on. And they look like, you know, two chase little school schoolgirls like, when <laughs> they the mother opens. And I don't know why mom isn't wise to her daughter, but <laughs> they've been innocent, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't,
1: you know, uh, Mia's passing pretty well. Mia's mm-hmm. passing pretty well as a heterosexual. Mia and has been uh, passing pretty well.
0: What happens? I'm trying to think. She, she wants to, she starts to feel the weight of betrayal. Um, her betrayal to Tim, I believe.
1: She yeah, they they um,
0: and-
1: it's kind of humiliating for it is kind of humiliating. Yeah. They get into the love van, <laughs> <laughs> the mother Elizabeth, and and Mia and Frida, and they're trying to make it back to the ferry. Yeah, and it, we haven't mentioned this yet, but Frida is a humble music teacher. <laughs> Of That's it right. looks like primary school. I a know. very humble music surprising. teacher of primary school. Yeah. Fact, and there's a
0: recorder in the front of the um, she, van. She and, and we she says, Oh, just throw that in the back. That's one of my students.
1: That's Anton's. Oh, thank God you found it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, she can't get her damn van started. And
0: there's a nice her mother, fight between the mother and freedom. Yeah.
1: Her mother's, like, her mother's like, You should have gotten your car service. Let's catch the bus. Yeah. Right? Let's catch yeah. the bus before, you know, so we so we can catch the ferry in time.
0: Unknown words in America. Catch the bus. We don't right. even understand what Fuck. is a bus.
1: I'm moving to Europe. Fuck
0: yeah. this place. <laughs> <laughs> you know that bus is going to be on time. I have to catch the ferry.
1: So, the humiliating part is, Frida has just made love to this woman mm. and can't even get her fucking car started the yes.
0: next morning. Yes, yes.
1: <laughs> and and to make... Just- yeah. To make things worse, they're waiting as the ferry where the ferry has dropped them off and Tim has to, you know, get get a car and come pick them up yes. and to take them back to Lasa's house. There's
0: a, a wonderfully awkward scene where uh, it's Tim, Mia and Frida in the front seat with Mia in the middle and Tim chattering on, "Oh, hey, I got 56 RSVPs for our wedding." And this is right after, you know. Yeah. The the scene Yes. everyone is looking like oh shit Look so they get ahead.
1: back they get back to the house and Frida's feeling like shit Mia is feeling like shit Mia takes off Frida wants to talk to her and they kind of uh, join up in Lasas' greenhouse is it a greenhouse
0: there's yeah there's like a greenhouse there
1: You see grapes, like, sort of growing over the arbor, arbor. yeah. Yeah. And lovely scene, too,
0: and made me want a greenhouse.
1: Yeah, it is. But here's the thing. Frida is saying she's in love with her. Yeah. Now, I wanted to know what you thought about that.
0: I just don't know if love at first sight is a real thing. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I just, I don't know. Infatuation, chemistry, all those things. Yes, yes, yes. This film asks. Abiding, let's grow old, love. Is that a f- love at first sight thing? Is that real? I don't know.
1: This film asks the viewer to believe in love at first sight. Thunderstruck love at first sight. This is it at you are sus- in
0: Suspend you to do
1: that. Your disbelief and believe in love at first sight. Thunderstruck love at first sight. I was thinking we don't really have to go all the way to the end of the film. If you don't want to, we don't. We Um, can just uh, go over the, the. um, Okay, so where do we live off? We left off at um, their back. Oh, the the Bob
0: kind of brokers a little bit of a reunion. I think he brokers things. He does full involvement there.
1: He does. Let's. um, So Um, we. I
0: think (laughs) we don't have to go liner note liner note here. No, we don't. A sweet movie with a nice and satisfying. Uh, progression from that yes. point on, and I, decisions have to be made, right?
1: Yes, and I I do want to talk. Uh, I do want to explore the idea of like love at first sight. I yeah. do want to yeah. explore the idea of uh, because it does deal with sexuality. Uh, yeah. Um, and it and even well, we'll we'll talk about it later. Um, they they get back to Lassa's house, and Mia or Frida kind of confronts Mia, and Mia's like, I can't. I just can't. I'm going to marry Tim, and she's and and me and Frida's like, well, I guess you're going to have to k- just keep on living with Tim. So they're they're sitting down to dinner that day, and I
0: like this little <laughs> scene. Yeah.
1: I love this. What what is it that Tim starts talking about? Oh, I know what it was. The triggers. What, it, what is it that Tim talks about that, that sort of triggers Frida? Well, they're
0: back in Stockholm, and she says, thank God, remind me if I ever want to go visit my family again, not to do it, because that was just too stressful. And she's sort of avoiding the what was really stressful was a realization. But Tim starts talking about her needing... Uh, about children, first of all. Well, right. you know, pr- after we get married and the kids start to come, you know, and she says, well, ho- ho- hold on. Right. We haven't even discussed that or if I'm ready or if I want to. He said, we'll be married. Things change, you know. And uh, then he says something about her needing guidance. I'll be there to guide you. And gets all macho kind of on her, Right.
1: Yeah, he gets oh. a little domineering. I was actually referring back to when they're having dinner and um, the whole the whole dress thing. Like she brings up the dress. Oh, with Lassa. the wedding dress.
0: She doesn't even and want to it. And
1: there's this chatter around the table, and then Tim volunteers that they're they're house hunting. And at that point, Frida sort of looks up, and she's like, "I I can't. I don't feel well." And you
0: think, "Oh my God, is she going to spill the beans in front of everybody and horrify everyone in, in this public way?" <laughs> And she says she needs what?
1: The funniest scene <laughs> in the whole. Bad. I have eaten a bad kebab.
0: Her mother says, "But you're a vegetarian." Oh, wait. bad light. Okay. Um. Um. It, a vebab. Vebab. Yeah, vegan. Bob. Lassa Oscar says knows What is po- the point of eating a kebab that <laughs> wants to be meat if you're a vegetarian? You know, this kid is
1: so. I don't know anything about the Swedish people, but it strikes you're me as going to very be a
0: vegetarian if you go after a meat thing. Yes.
1: <laughs> it was a scene that definitely translates in America. Let's yeah. just put it that way. it's it's great. And and the line is great though. She's she tells Lhasa, she's like, Well, I guess you don't have to you don't always get to understand things, Lhasa. And yeah. that that's kind of like her echoing how she feels. Yeah. I guess that
0: you Yeah, know. here's the message loud and clear though. Yeah. Okay. You yeah. know, I can't sit here and be polite with you talking about your fucking marriage and your wedding and, dress and your whatever.
1: Yeah, and then the added humiliation of the the fact that Tim – oh, and, and her mother's like, well, you've had a lot of wine. We're going to call you a taxi. And, yeah. and Tim's like, no, I'll, I'll take you. Yeah. And uh, and I love yeah. how she Mia's just shrugs. no longer
0: jealous. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so Tim having to take her back, back home, basically, and yeah. just sort of the oh. embarrassment of that, yeah. you know. Like my the woman I just made passionate love with, her boyfriend's taking me back home.
0: Yeah. It's it's all very awkward and and yet, you know, they compartmentalize very well. But I yeah. we wanna mention at what point does does Preta <laughs> say to her mother there's a problem, see? Um.
1: Yeah. We'll make it real quick. Yeah. <clears throat> the the one thing I th- I think that it's a it's a big reveal. Yeah. After Tim takes her home, is all of a sudden you know the, all the focus on the film has been Mia and Tim. Mia and Tim. What is Mia doing to Tim? Yeah. And I lo- I really liked this scene because it it shows that you know what Frida's relationships are just as significant. Yeah. She is she cannot go up the stairs, the flight of stairs to her apartment. I, I don't know if it's her or part
0: by this, oh, or at least I was. I yeah. considered her a free agent until this scene.
1: We realized that there is a significant other in Mia's life, Ellen. Yeah. yeah. and and she's ashamed. That's what I took that scene as. Yeah. She's she's crying will, on this will on the step. We get steps. a hint
0: that something horrible has happened to her by way of somebody cheating on her in the past. yes yeah. someone her.
1: had cheated on the past, and even Oscar in the beginning of the film. She's like, no, I don't cheat. I'm not a cheater. I don't do that to people. No. It's not in her code, her personal code. She does and I not think cheat on she's people.
0: She's reviewing the, the videos at some point before she makes the statement to Ellen, her, her partner. sees that scene where Oscar is interviewing her and saying, and she's saying, I would never cheat. And I think that drives her also like, who am I? hmm. A- am I that person of integrity or not? I've slipped up. Okay. But can I live a lie? Can I do what right. somebody did to me so horribly?
1: Yeah. And we, we know that it, she has basically walked away from Mia in the whole situation. Yeah. She's trying to get herself back into her life.
0: She doesn't want to be the other woman or an extra or right. a side. You know, it's yeah. either all or e- nothing. For-
1: Even though she's cheated on her, her lover, she she's trying to... Do the right thing, but then there's those telltale like she she's there. Yeah. You, that that you know, Facebook in 2011, <laughs> <laughs> or, or you know, is still sort of a newish thing, right? Yeah,
0: Mia kind of does some sleuthing and sees Ellen and Frida, and she doesn't like all this Facebook photos of them cozy and happy and doing fun things, and so that was interesting to me.
1: Yeah, they're doing kind of like sly Facebook stalking through friends of friends. Uh, One, the the link of the hub is Oscar. Oscar's trying to plan Tim's bachelor party. Well, well, that's what we see, right? That's how we we.
0: And she's um, like, "Go for it!" I mean, really, no threat because she really her mind is elsewhere. But mm -hmm. she's torn. Like all the invitations have been sent. This big wedding that's been seven years in the making coming up. And she has not revealed to him that, you know,
1: when they get back to the world and maybe, maybe at the, after this, we can kind of like, yeah, just sort of talk and speak on the film and in the more, uh, more abstractions. But after they get back to the world, they're both struggling to reincorporate into the lives they had before they met each other. And, uh, yeah. And, but what happens?
0: Well, Oscar kind of do that part where they have a meet-up, yeah, or, or each yeah, the, breaking up with.
1: <laughs> you no, know. no. Well, um, Oscar, Oscar basically meet. Oh, and there's you that really come great see scene the concert
0: that the the yeah uh, that Frida's putting on with her kids, her you know her music students.
1: Yeah. So if Mia finds out that that uh, Frida's going to be in town, and then there's this other great scene between Frida and her mother. I love that scene.
0: There there's the um I have to let you know I've fallen in love with with Mia. And I love that I scene. love her reaction. Um Elizabeth her mother says, I told you to be nice with her to her, not to, you know crawl in <laughs> bed with her and you know, fall in love. And she's she's just sees this as disastrous, which it kind of is. And she relays this or conveys this to Lhasa, her, you know, Mia's right. father. And we think he's gonna be kind of a dick about it. But he's actually, I think, very good. Uh, for,
1: well, first he doesn't want to hear it. Yeah. She yeah. to eat.
0: Eric <laughs> I, I thought like, that too. I was like, that's <coughs> Harry Covert. Okay, I know that one. Okay. I
1: know that word.
0: That's French. <laughs> that's green beans. <laughs> he's offering her green <laughs> Don't beans. I know what the rest of wants, it is, but those are definitely Elizabeth to not talk about it. I, I, she just looks at him incredulously like, this might have been your game with those other women. But no, I'm not sitting not, down at the table and eating in silence when there's this big issue I would like to talk about. They have lovely off.
1: chemistry. Yeah. I I thoroughly believe when I'm watching this film that this this is it for him. Yeah. And she's the woman that's going to make him uh yeah. sit up and fly right. I love she, I love their chemistry yeah. in this film.
0: She she's a great, you know, she's an independent woman, a loving woman, accessible, but uh, she can fish and cook and is elegant also. And I don't know.
1: And I, I do love her reaction with Frida. She's like, hey, I, not Lassa's anything. daughter. You can fall in love anybody with anybody, but,
0: but not his Your daughter. stepsister to be, you know, that's going to be awkward. It's not, See, not like it's incest. Like <laughs> The first, first, the father's first reaction is, I'm not dealing with it. But the second reaction, I kind of love the way it's shot that they're walking mm. in this field together. Yes. And you kind of see them from behind, Lassa and Elizabeth, Frida's mom. And they, she tells Lassa how she felt when Frida came out, and, uh, adjustments to her thinking she had to make. And Lassa says something surprising to me, at least. He says, I think I knew. Yeah. And, uh, so he's more in tune with his daughter than than we had been led to believe, I think.
1: I think the big reveal um, – and we don't have to walk this film all the way to the end because I, I think we'd be robbing you of some of the pleasures of the film and yeah. the emotional yeah. fluctuations. And plus on
0: paper, it just – you've got to watch it. Cause yeah. It, it, it's been, these actors convey something that could be more trivial in another – it it could be a love actually kind of film if if it could be if it was in a in different hands like i
1: said but it's not and then i think the director and the writers to make l- subtle small different choices yeah and, but i i do think that there is an intent behind it i like when frida is telling her mother she's, <laughs> she she doesn't have the nerve really to tell her mother i slept with mia yeah <laughs> she's like well, um, I I think Mia might be bisexual, and, and I'm in love with her. You know
0: what, Beth? <laughs> you don't hear people using that particular word,
1: right? Uh, you know what in I thought most of films when I thought of that. I thought about what you said when we were speaking of, on the favorite, yeah. and you had said, it, you know, it, it used to be regarded as it's what you do. You mm-hmm. are not the noun. You you're not a noun. You it's are. A verb. Yeah. yeah, it's a verb. And and Frida is acknowledging that because she was in a long-term relationship now, and, and that's the other important part. These are all people, well, the three principal individuals as far as Tim, Frida, and Mia, they're all, you would say, thirty, probably 30 to 33 years old. Yeah. Because at one point, Tim does say in the film, seven years. We've been together seven years.
0: Yeah. You have to wonder why seven years that she's had the brakes on, too.
1: I guess. Yeah, these are not people in their 20s. Yeah. By the time you're in your 30s, you've got a lot of this sorted out, yeah. except Mia doesn't seem to have yeah. that sorted out.
0: But that word bisexual, I mean, name the last film where that particular word right. was used. I, I can't think of one. It's well, and I, I think talked it's— talked around, but—
1: I think it's good that, that Frida is willing to acknowledge, it's like, no, she's bisexual. Because she's been in a, a committed, loving relationship with Tim.
0: Yeah. I mean, oh. I'm not so sure she's bisexual. I think she's no,
1: lying, but No. But Mia or Frida is, is, respects the fact that it, yeah she could be. Yeah.
0: And uh, it made me think, Beth, and I'm just sort of maybe going to get in trouble here because I'm <laughs> just speaking off the cuff. But it made me think to, back to a simpler time. All right. 2011... There weren't quite as many letters in the in the LGBTQIA uh, scheme of things, so probably the language was a little more confined. Uh, you were straight, gay, lesbian, bisexual, basically, right? In twenty eleven, would we say? I don't know. I think we still. We,
1: L- I'd have to look that up. LGBTQ. Yeah. Now Trends, we're LGBTQ yeah. plus. I'm not even yeah. sure what the plus is.
0: I don't know what and some of them mean.
1: That just makes me sound old and people. stupid.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but um.
1: But I kind of like the expression of queer. Yeah. Now.
0: I do too. It, it, it's all encompassing.
1: Queer is a community to yeah. me. Very. I know that there are people that are you know cis het, where they feel like they have their their social home. Yeah. Is more with the queer community than it is anywhere else. And we, Sam and I don't have any, we have some letters at the back of our name, but we don't have any kind of uh, bona fides as far as gender studies or sexuality studies or queer studies. Just um, in our own, go ahead.
0: I have taught those those things. Um, yes, <laughs> but, well, but, yeah. but no no scholarly papers on on the right. subject. But I I think given our ages, our our span, you know the the spectrum of study, reading, and living that we can speak with as much authority as anybody. I, I think we can speak with authority. Yeah,
1: I do like that. It, you know, it mentions bisexuality. The Frida is, is acknowledges Mia's bisexuality. I think that's important. I, I,
0: think I also like,
1: too. i I also like the Frida because Frida's just so open. Frida's like, you don't think you can be attracted to more person, more than you know, yeah. more than one person at the same time. Which sort of almost, I'm not saying that's 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 directly addressing polyamory, but. It's it's acknowledge it sort of opens
0: acknowledging that acknowledging a universal yeah. truth that we reign yeah. in because if we are committed to one person we yeah. it's not that we suddenly don't notice people right right uh, but for for the sake of the union you're going to not really talk about that unless you would like to get into trouble I have a very understanding partner I don't
1: know before we go on to to what is the Big for me, the biggest hurdle to get over narratively mm-hmm. with this film.
0: Okay, there are two. Um,
1: how much more? Saying. How much more do we want to share about the film?
0: I would say that there's kind of a hackneyed device in two ways following this reunion. That that I I thought mm, you could have done that a better way, but it's done definitely enough to to work in this film, and that would be the way that Mia tells. Him, or that he finds out. Yeah, he he actually catches you know driving down the street somehow in Stockholm. He catches uh, the two ladies kissing. Yes, and um, and I won't tell you the ending unless Beth wants to. But it's something I, I cringed a little bit about. <laughs>
1: but they didn't go they didn't go full cringeworthy.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And uh, there there were a couple of choices that I think were made in storytelling that were yeah. better. Yeah. Um, people. People seem to love the film. Have you seen the film "Imagine Me and You"?
0: No, I haven't. No.
1: Uh, British film. Yeah. And it, it's in in a way very Writing similar. This woman is uh, engaged to be married, and she meets uh, a woman at the florist. I guess I think if I can remember this correctly, there is a scene at the very end of this that is so cheesy. It's so love, yeah. actually. Yeah, it, yeah. It's so cheesy. And people love this film. And I, I do think that, and I, I'm not saying it's a bad film. It's actually, there's some really good dramatic parts to that film and it, some really good writing in that film. But the ending was just, oh, my God, we're not doing this, are we? Oh, yes, we are. We're doing this.
0: Why? Is it because it's familiar and people say, oh, that means happy ending. Okay, we know. How I think, this think so. Yeah, I don't know. So yeah, the, I think the audience isn't too tense, or what? I don't you know, know because there are infinite possibilities. You don't have to right. go to that particular trope, do you?
1: But I, I do think it was a smart choice by the writers, by the writer uh, yeah. at the end of this film to not it, to not go uh, full jump the shark, it,
0: <laughs> or yeah, if at you want, they weren't like it, running slow mo through yeah. a meadow toward each other's uh, out arms outreached yeah. and doing the swing, you know, the swing. It, Around and around.
1: But I want to go back to that notion of love at first sight.
0: I guess if it's happened to you, you can believe it. And if it hasn't, then you think it's a fiction, right? We are being asked
1: to believe that their encounter is so profound that they're willing to forget anything
0: else that's going on in their life. I told you, Beth, and I'll tell you all now. That I thought anybody could fall in love with Frida at first sight. Uh,
2: <laughs> however,
0: I don't know how you could fall in love with Mia at first sight. She's she's got layers of armor that that prevent you from seeing who she is.
1: I just how does how does Frida know she's in love with Mia? I don't know. There's not a lot that's lovable there.
0: It it happens very quickly, and yet we're assured by the producer, right, by Josephine Teng- Tengbald, that this is based on her own life experience. Mm. I, it's I, unresolved I, for me. I don't know that I believe. Yeah, in that, I think it's I'm unresolved. Too much of a cynic. Um, <laughs> I'd like and, to and be a romantic, but
1: yes, I'd like to be a romantic too. Although I do believe in. Oh, there's a line in. Uh, Orange is the New Black. Okay. Why is it that you always... F- it, the two main romantic characters, yeah. Alex and whatever her name is. You Why is it that you feel like an, an inevitability to me? Yeah. And then there's that whole trope in... <laughs> of all things I'm thinking of right now, quest if anybody... This is like going way,
0: way back. <laughs> I, I,
1: Rick, I if you're listening... Even... <laughs> Y'all know what? (laughs) Y'all understand. One
0: listener will know what else. The the two
1: people are fated to be together, and yeah, um, this this film is asking you to believe in that that two people can meet, and that the connection can be so intense and so strong that it is overwhelming. There, it's overwhelming to where there is no self control.
0: It's it's a very romantic film, and if you maybe yeah. we lose our romanticism along the way, I I think that I have difficulty with that concept.
1: I th- I think I get it though. I I do. I, I can feel like in
0: fate uh, more than love and at first sight. If that makes any you know, sense to you, I don't know. Like if somebody keeps. You know, no matter what, you're, you're, I don't you're know, with an that elf person, quest, you know. In
1: Elf Quest, Cutter was meant to be with, um, Princess, whatever her name was.
0: I, <laughs> I, I admire many things about you, but I, I can't possibly participate in a conversation about Elf Quest since I haven't seen it. So, <laughs> but, it,
1: it was, it was a graphic novel series. You either believe in, in that. Well, I kind of do. Yeah. I do kind of believe in that that you can be so overwhelmed.
0: I'm trying to think have I ever had a thunderstruck moment if that's the term um, Yeah,
1: it's that thunderstruck there's, there's the you kind know, of... there
0: have been um, cases where I pass maybe a stranger and I feel attunement to that person. I'm never going to see them again. I've just passed them and maybe only three times in my life this has this happened where I feel like I know you and had we stopped and lived in a parallel universe and collided in some way, maybe that would have been a thunderstruck moment.
1: Maybe I don't. I don't know. I I think you can connect with people. I know that I shared this with him. The evening I met Donna, it it's a core memory for me. Yeah, and I just knew. And there were little things that happened during the evening, yeah. where it was like some voice from the ether. Yeah, <laughs> from. The universe from the heavens was saying,
0: this, this is, is the serious. one, this is the
1: one. And I, I have a Where's hard time. Where's
0: my fucking ether? Um, I sorry. have a
1: hard time looking backward and saying that voice was wrong.
0: Yeah. That's looking a beautiful at thing. So- like
1: it, yeah. So maybe, maybe there is something to that. Yeah. There's a lot of emotion that's conveyed through the actors where you do believe that Especially what struck me was, um, live me on um, when Frida's coming up those stairs, yeah, where it's like, Oh my god, I broke a rule, I broke one of my cardinal yeah, rules of a my core values
0: do not yeah. betray the one you're with, right? Yeah.
1: yeah, I broke a cardinal rule, one of my core values was not to cheat, and I did. And and then just sort of how her her world's kind of shattered by that like whoa who is sorry this person? for
0: Elin or how we say yeah it. Um, because there is a process that takes a few days right Where right she's more and more aloof yeah with Elin Elin well they're they're tries to both a romantic it. overture and she kind of gets out of bed and says I can't um, Elin
1: is sensing it with Frida and Tim is sensing it with Mia yeah and um. And that, to me, is something beyond just the regular, oh, I'm coming out, or oh, I've just discovered that this is my sexuality. There's something really kind of intimate and sort of profound about it.
0: There there is, and there's a very visceral scene, I think, where it's after Tim has been on the streets of Stockholm and he saw from afar uh, Frida and and his fiance kissing playfully and Going back for another kiss, and clearly together, and I think it's at back at home. She admits that there's somebody else, and yes. he grabs her wrists and throws her to the bed. And you think, oh my god, is he gonna, is he gonna rape her? Yeah, but he doesn't. He he. But but it's like I want to just take what is mine. But he, he you know, he gets up and sits on the edge of, edge of the bed. But you don't know at first. You think, and she she doesn't fight. She sort of throws her head to the side, her face to the side, like, just do whatever you need to do because it's just it's that's, that's all that you're going to get from me is if you take it like that.
1: Yes, and also um, he shares, you know, it, it's at that point in the film that we learn that they've been together seven years. And he goes, seven years? For what? For what? If, and I'd be poured, pissed
0: too. I'd be pissed too. I, I would be temp.
1: pissed too because it's like, who the hell are you? Yeah. Who have I been spending? You go away
0: for one week, and that's it.
1: Not even a week. A week it a was week. a weekend, because she didn't stay the whole time.
0: Now She if, wanted to go back. If Oscar hadn't brokered a sort of reunion, would she have married him and said, that was just a last fling before marriage, and uh, well, I love my, you know, I don't know.
1: I think she probably would have, but that ultimately that that marriage would have been doomed. And I do think yeah. that that is another... I um, think the
0: glue for that marriage was their... Com- you know their interest, their professional,
1: their profession, their interests. shared goals, yeah. the things that they wanted out of life. Yeah, um,
0: the, the material and the professional.
1: Yeah, yeah, but I mean, Farida is speaking to something a little bit more deep. Yeah, um, and and we do learn that that's the that's a big reveal in in the film. Mia denies, denies, denies yeah. that this has ever happened to her before that she's not this she's way She's not
0: even honest with Frida so I have a problem with that yeah Frida says but, something like you've been with a woman before how do you know uh, I can tell or is it that uh, is it that obvious I think she says right and Frida says but, oh yeah
1: <laughs> it, Mia finally has to come clean yeah. about her past And we don't find that out until later. So in that, you know, as you're watching it, you're like, how how is this happening? You know, how 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 do two people basically throw their lives, the lives that they have away?
0: Yeah. And we don't know, I think, how long she had been with Ellen. Ellen. Yeah. Ellen. It's a
1: very, but you can tell it's a very loving, very supportive, very healthy relationship.
0: And she's truly shocked, Ellen, when.
1: Yeah. Ellen. You know, really? After what
0: happened to you, you're doing this to me. You're doing this to me. Yeah. Wow.
1: There's so much more to this film than just your your wrote r- uh oh I've discovered now that this is my sexuality. It's it's so much more. It's very layered, very very layered with I relationships. I respected
0: Frida and her way of doing things much more than I did Mia. Mia is all, I mean even on the island of <laughs> in Denmark she's you just running don't like kiss Mia. Kiss and run. Run, you my...
1: just want Mia for yourself, or Frida for yourself. I do. She, she, she,
0: Mia doesn't deserve Frida. Frida needs a more mature woman. Yes. I, I I loved. I'll be your Mrs. Robinson. I, I'll be. I'll be your Huckleberry. Mrs. Jones. I'll
1: be your daffodil. Um, it's. Okay. It is June. We are coming upon summer in deep and this is the perfect tonic. If you want a nice um, queer film for your summer uh, doldrums, this is a very nice way to uh, get into summer because it does have a sort of late summery feel to it, doesn't it?
0: It it does have a late summery feel and it is a I don't even know that we need to qualify. It it is an LGBT film, yes. But I I think no matter where you're coming from, you can enjoy this film and the complexity of family relationships. Most people will be able to understand these tensions. And yes, circumstances might be different. But it's a beautiful, I think it's a beautiful love story. It's perhaps more romantic than I can believe in maybe <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know i'm just kind
1: of i don't know i, I just i'm kind of willing to suspend my disbelief yeah with it yeah. I, I think they do a nice job or she does a nice job yeah. i uh and the actors do a nice job and really there is not one performance in this film that you you can dislike it's every every and it'll make
0: you want to go to sweden and and you yes. know what when we we're taking our break I was talking to Herbert and I said look let's have some smoked salmon and I eat it at <laughs> the dinner salmon. table and some wine that you know a, a nice paired wine with it and not have the TV on and just like en- enjoy our meal because because mm-hmm. I watched a movie you know and like <laughs> this know.
1: this film has such a lush verdant Quality to it. It, yeah. it it makes you want to go out into your garden. It makes you want to set out a little, you know, smorgasbord, or
0: and make some f- fine real coffee. Really. Yeah, make
1: some fine coffee. Have some nice and wear breads those and toast. Swedish
0: t-shirts that are much better than ours. And I can't explain this to you. I just can't. Uh, there's there's more room.
1: And and listen to some really good Swedish reggae, Swedish which I didn't reggae, even which, which I not even possible,
0: but. Okay.
1: Uh, it's great. It's culture, culturation, and I, I really. It's like a French rodeo.
0: It. I don't, I just can't, <laughs> you know. What is Swedish reggae? All uh, right.
1: So uh, I recommend it. It's, it's a, I, I like it. It's a, it's a treat. It's, it's a little on the lighter side,
0: it's but not beach too read much. It's what it is to me. Yeah. It's a beach read where not- you in the sun, enjoying it, enjoying the beauty, enjoying the acting, and. It makes you think a little bit too. Like, can you, can you, is there love at first sight? And yeah, sweet you do? And light.
1: It makes you want to, this is a film that makes you want to sort of repair any rifts in your personal life as far as relationships yeah. go. Yeah. It makes you want to be closer to your, your parent, your brother, yeah. your sister. It it just makes you,
0: it makes it, you aware of a lot of miscommunication that, that
1: yeah, just makes everywhere. you want to feel closer. Yeah. And it, it appreciate. It
0: the, makes me the, want to learn how to have friends, so that on my 60th birthday, I will have a house Yeah, with people. We, I don't know. Yeah. Do, do I it's join a, a bowling league? Or?
1: It's a fine yeah. film. Yeah. I'll leave it at that. It's a very fine film.
0: I can recommend it from my yeah. side.
1: So, Sam, what are you watching?
0: All right. Last night, I watched a really powerful film that I told you about. And it's just now out exclusively, I think, on Hulu. It's called Good Luck to You, Leo Grand. There are, it's really a parlor piece in that there are two actors. One is played by Emma Thompson. She plays a, a woman. Uh, I don't, I think, she, how old is, is Emma Thompson in real life? I'm not sure. But she plays mm, her age.
1: Yes. Yes. It's an so age you appropriate say 60 role.
0: 60 something or beyond? I'm not sure. I would want to
1: say probably 60. 60? Well, let's look it up, shall we?
0: All right, I'm hitting the thing.
1: How old um, is Emma Thompson?
0: She's age 63. So dead on. Dead on. Okay. And she's a woman whose husband has died 2 years prior to when we see her. She the, the film opens in a very nice hotel room, sort of upper, you know, tier hotel room. And she has invited a a male escort, a young, very beautiful man, played by, uh, his name is Leo, in the film. And uh, shoot, he is played by by Daryl McCormick, and he Mm. plays Leo Grand. And through a series of sessions, she's very self-loathing and ageist and has only ever been with her husband. And she thinks that she's past it. She's past it. And you might think, all right, on paper, all right, the reawakening of the older woman, whatever. But it is the most honest and brave performance I have ever seen. I was Mm -hmm. in tears. And it, it just, it felt very real to me for most women of an age, I think. Mm. Uh, whether that age is when you hit 40, 50, 60, whatever the age is, that you feel like I've hit that age where I've beco- become invisible. I'm no longer a sexual being. Mm. And it's not one sided either. We we get into the male escort, the sex worker, and that he's not just the fantasy either. Yeah. That he's a, a real human being. And it's these are two incredibly poignant performances. An incredible film. And I was just left stunned and in tears <laughs> uh, watching this film. I, I really highly recommend it. Again, it's called, a weird name, Good Luck to You, Leo Grant. And that'll make sense when you watch the film. So pop that up on Hulu. Get a b- box of tissues ready. And they were good tears, like, but also, I don't know, deep tears also.
1: It made me think of... Um... Um, Star Child has You know Given me the nod Like this is on the list Mom we have to watch this So we're definitely Going to watch it And I I um, hope you
0: do And um, It'll make you There's one scene I can't spoil it for you But you'll go Holy Shit Um, Emma
1: Thompson Never disappoints I've been trying to get you To watch Carrington forever I
0: know I'll watch Carrington If you watch uh, Good luck to you
1: Oh, I'm definitely going to watch it. It's it's on my uh, assigned homework.
0: So I even signed up Star for Hulu because I was looking everywhere like, where can I see this damn thing? I read about it in a magazine. And Hulu you
1: exclusive. Know, we were having an interesting conversation earlier today about um, chick flick. The the, yeah. the terminology chick flick. Yeah. I, I was very close to my father growing up and when he was a lad, there there was no such thing as the notion of chick flick.
0: No, oh, you went to a good movie or a B movie or no. You, know, there you didn't were say this is a guys movie or
1: women a guys movie. that were hollywood stars that were big draws. Say a Joan Crawford, Crawford, Betty Davis. Uh Barbara Stanwyck was a personal favorite of my my father loved Barbara Stanwyck. We because of Stella Jason
0: thinking of Gina Rollins, I think.
1: Yes, today is or actually yesterday was Gina Rowland's birthday. Yeah. And that's another thing. You know Gina Rollins Oh man, we we've got to do uh, a Rollins and Cassavetti's film.
0: Yes, I'd love. Wow, that. what a life!
1: Yeah. What an amazing vision they both had, and what they wanted, and they had it. Yeah, as artists, and I I just admire it, and I I also admire that global cinema looks to the work that they both did. with so much admiration and respect. and It can't
0: um, have been easy to be with... uh, No, but
1: (laughs) they wanted a life and they pursued it and they had the life they wanted. They were able to make the film. They acted on stage. The jobs they took outside of his own projects were just to fund his projects.
0: I do want to see... Let's do Woman Under the Influence. Uh,
1: Eventually we will. We have to. But... um, if you think about Rollins, she doesn't do. She's. I don't think the woman ever did a a girlish role in her whole entire career. You Anna, sh- have
0: you watched? I know that not everyone loves Woody Allen films, but she's fantastic in Another Woman. Also. yeah So that's eighty-eight, ninety-eight, a hundred and eighty-eight. 80. Gosh, I thought she was the older woman in that, but she she's ninety now, right? So.
1: Yeah. 92 we've done a disservice i think to women in well yes. i'm sure the the bitching <laughs> is is valid but I, we've also done a a disservice to women in film by by classifying certain projects as oh that's a chick flick
0: yeah so the industry has created this need or this niche right we, we right. don't create anything they create it for us and right. we fall in line and so this idea of uh you know Either a, a spy thriller masculine film or whatever, right. or a uh, a chick flick, which you'd be hard-pressed to get most, uh, I don't know, heteronormative guys to sit down and watch. Yeah. So why why this uh, niche stuff?
1: I, it, I don't understand it, especially because if you look And it's insulting back... as
0: a woman, too, the chick yeah. flick. H- <laughs>
1: that's historically, that's be... um, there were—my father was a World War II veteran— kind of conservative in his way and and he he loved to go see movies with joan crawford i mean those were the big draws back then yeah the women were the big draws only be (laughs) it's it's kind of the joke about the back in the 80s guys getting sucked into like general hospital yeah
0: yeah because
1: they they want to know you know yeah Yeah. what's go what's going on you know and and not not really worried too much about... It. If you think about it, it son- shows like Sons of Anarchy. Even yeah. The Sopranos. Those are soap yeah. operas.
0: They, they are soap We don't really a uh, Just to, uh, sort of a different twist
1: on it. So, um, yeah. We... we um, we're, we're cutting people off from good material that they might enjoy. I think like yeah. it's just over overclassification.
0: So. Yeah. I, I don't like overclassification. I, I, a good movie. Let, let me tell you something. I had a problem with the director of, of this film, for example, let me get her name right. Alexander Therese, uh, Kining. She was also, she also directed girl loss, girls loss. Did you happen to see that one? No, I did not. That, that... is based on, uh, Orlando by Virginia Wolf, as you know. Okay. And, uh, I know there is a movie, Orlando, that's, you know, famously uh, inspired by that. But Girls Lost is, I guess, inspired by the book as well. I've not seen Mm. it, but I'd like to. But anyhow, in her write-up, it said something like, uh, widely known as an LGBT uh, director. Mm. And that's fine and all, but I don't like the qualification. You're a a good director or a mediocre one or a bad one. Right. uh, if you're going to be an auteur, do you want to be narrowed by uh, great female auteur right. director, great female writer, great female tennis? Player. You know, all of those things really kind of tick me off.
1: I mean, do we want to look at uh, a film like *The Power of the Dog* and say, "Oh, that's a queer," that's you know, classify it as, "Oh, that's a queer, queer genre film." Well, that would be very limiting.
0: It it really would. when
1: it comes to the themes of *Power of the Dog*.
0: And I, and I and i guess they it shocked some people like poor sam elliot w- thought he was going to see a good old western <laughs> but it's uh, a good it
1: is a good old western but it is prepper. sort of an anti- it's, it's, the anti- it's an anti western yeah yeah anti western just as unforgiven as an anti But you
0: wouldn't call jane campion a great female director you'd call her
1: just a, great, a director. great
0: fucking director right
1: great fucking director
0: so i hate qualifications like that
1: yeah and this film to me is uh uh Kisming is yeah, the relationship is, you know, the awkwardness of really, you could just say it's the awkwardness of two step potential adult stepchildren falling in love. And that the, the problems that come with it's not necessarily has to be, you know, dysfunctional
0: Brady Bunch here, because um, yeah. <laughs> except not dis- it's much more. Beautiful than the Brady Bench, but but you see my point. Like you could, we, when
1: we went over concussion and just how great that film is, yeah. just about relationships and long term relationships and the things that happen in long term relationships.
0: That's a beautiful film, but on paper it might be off putting to a lot of people. When I mm-hmm. told my husband about that, he's like, "That sounds horrible." She she becomes a <laughs> sex worker. What's wrong with her? But. But that doesn't portray it at all. It's something no. else, healing and beautiful and... Oh, I don't know. I beyond, know. Way beyond. I know.
1: but that's, that's what the we... film
0: does. It, it transcends the, what's written on paper, right?
1: So I had an idea, Sam. I have a homework assignment for you.
0: Oh, I love homework. Tell me.
1: Okay. And and we can tell everybody what our next film's going to be. Um, okay. I... Uh, so since we this is... This podcast isn't even a year old. Yeah, I was really looking forward to June because of Pride and being able to do that and being, you know, yeah, it's an, a community, my community, near and yeah. dear to my heart. But yeah. I, there were so many great films out there, and and we only have you know four Thursdays to <laughs> to four put them out oh there. We, not, yeah, yeah. So um, I'm going to list other recommendations um, for for our last episode for this month. Just oh. films that we wish we could have covered. We didn't. We the, didn't get the, to or... um,
0: runners up, if we had all the time in the world. I don't.
1: Yeah. I don't even like to call them runners up. Not runners up because they
0: could have easily replaced any of these. Yeah. You know,
1: favorites of ours. And then we'll probably in in the future we will cover them. Yeah. Um, and and it just kind of our selections just kind of fell um, organically.
0: Well, well, that plus we wanted. Uh, um there were reasons right our first one in the in the pride series was victim mm-hmm. which i knew nothing about and and that I turned didn't out to be either. a really important film
1: right very important film and i knew nothing about dirk
0: Bogart or his yeah. history and i just blown away yeah. from doing that so important and i would not have i don't know know if i would have come across it if you hadn't mentioned it right you know?
1: i felt the same way there was this sort of profound emotional feeling i felt when we prepared for victim, that I yeah. felt after preparing for Lorraine Hansberry's A *Raisin in oh, yeah. the
0: I, I felt like, all right, I can't mess up and just go off the cuff. This right. is important. This mm-hmm. this led to legislation that decriminalize, you know, it it, was, it was really that important. And,
1: and how important these, these individuals are for just, just historically, culturally. And then, uh, the favorite was just crowd pleaser, recent film.
0: Just a delight. Uh, Although we we got into our little (laughs) ego bits a, a little bit. So I don't know if we conveyed how delightful it is, but I'd like to reiterate that it is a sensory delight and beautiful and lovely on every level. And it's it's just, you know, A-plus ride
1: all the way through. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, 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 when I talk about, like, it should have swept awards, when I think of my best picture picks, mm-hmm. I think of what is the best crafted film all the yeah. way around.
0: All the way, from the music yeah. to the costume design to the top-notch acting. And that, the favorite had it all. It yeah,
1: we didn't even mention the... Uh, the score, yeah, and that was so unique in the favorite, yeah, and really was, well done.
0: It was it was an integral part of the film too. It, so. so
1: I'm going to challenge you to list some of your recommendations, and I'll come. I know up with what's a list first too. time I list.
0: list okay, cool. You know what it is too. I think it's maybe one
1: of our, well, Winona
0: Day's favorites. So.
1: Oh, I think I do know. So that means I have to pick something different. That, we'll see. If, no, we'll, we'll, we'll see. If
0: cross, we'll we'll have some
1: yet. intersectional. Uh-huh. Um as far as what I'm I what I'm watching, what did I finish watching? Uh haven't seen a movie yet. Was really focused on getting to Pride this weekend. Finishing up uh what about Pam? I think we did finish that up last night, which is Renee Zellweger Uh it, it, it's a Pam Hop story. Okay. And um but I'm re- I'm ready to jump on something new. I'm I may watch uh, good was it good luck to you, Leo Grand?
0: Yes, please do. It is uh, – I think every woman should watch the show. But also, <laughs> if you are a man, I think that you might – You, I think men have the same uh, misgivings and and insecurities as women do as they grow older. And I think it transcends that. Uh, it's not a chick flick. Let me put it that way. It is – it's an honest, beautiful, beautiful, deep film.
1: Excellent. Just to uh, let you guys know, our last movie, our last installment for Pride.
0: We we've it's gonna struggled sound, over this too. But.
1: It's it's going to sound a little weird, but we think you'll like it because there's so much uh, that we can bring in. Yeah. We are going to do Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil. Yep. One, it has a true crime element to it, which is fascinating. Uh, two... The Lady Shibley,
0: which the lady, the late great Lady Shibley, yes, yeah,
1: yeah. And, uh, and that
0: was groundbreaking, I think, at the Oscars it was as far as making groundbreaking uh, work available. I
1: She's, just screened the film, and there, there's a couple of scenes in that film. Uh, that after not having seen it for a while, yeah. they're so important and really defining as far as the trans perspective. I thought it was kind of speaking out to to. You know what to understanding the trans perspective today, I guess, and just sort of like ahead of her time in and a holding
0: way. also not somebody who is a professional actress holding her own against um, Kevin Spacey and John Cusack and you know uh, what is her name Allison Clinton Eastwood you know just holding the floor yes as, yes.
1: And uh your father has actually seen her
0: live he has um she did a lot of charity work and um and one of his his charitable organizations that he that he promotes and you know is the alzheimer's association so uh she would do her show that's amazing for various benefits that's and, that's just uh, great was very well received and loved by by all
1: yeah and um I think also um Sam's family is from beaufort, yeah. And yeah. South Carolina, Buford, South Carolina. Yeah, Do I have that right? We all,
0: all know about Doc Buzzard and root medicine and all that is, is just. Uh,
1: so culturally, uh, I have, I don't want to say an aficionado, but I have someone, my <laughs> co-host, who I can rely on to kind of give us some really authentic perspective. So. I have some um,
0: ideas about his accent too, which I'll, I'll let you know. Uh,
1: so I'm, I'm really looking forward to doing uh, Midnight yeah. in the Garden of Good and Evil.
0: There's another dimension to that. And we could get into it or maybe not. And that is Kevin Spacey is uh, going through hard times right now.
1: Yes, yes, there's also that too. So so many layers, so many layers, multi-layered tort coming your way. It is. With Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil, and we're looking forward to it and we hope you enjoy it. we
0: do think it fits with our theme, uh, but it's many, many other things as well.
1: All right, I think we've like hammered this out.
0: I think we have. All right. So, um, well done. Thought
1: Watch I'd something say. different. Read kind something new.
0: Another, please.
1: Yes. Have a great evening, morning, lunchtime.
0: And yeah, on, on, on the day of our recording, I know we release on Thursdays, so you'll be hearing this in the future. Um, but, uh um, but I hope future. everyone had a meaningful Juneteenth observed and, yes. Uh, and, uh, that's oh
1: Father's thing. Day as well. And Father's Day. So yeah. much was going on this so weekend. So much all at
0: once. That's a lot and of. There different was Pride, Father's Day,
1: things. Juneteenth. Yeah. Um, which was very nice to celebrate, and uh, there was one other thing I can't remember. Is
0: there another? I no, can't. I'm, I'm paranoid. What was so
1: much going on this weekend?
0: But can thinking of things going on, take an hour and a half, or and have a look at gismic and just release yourself from obligation for that hour and a half and, and you'll feel much refreshed
1: it is a lovely uh escape i don't even want to say escape but it's a it's a lovely way to uh sink into summer
0: yeah it is a All summer right? film summer love film. so with for without further ado we bid you good morning good afternoon good evening
2: Love you.